0: All then. Yes, this is the Katie Nine Show. I'm live here at the Minnesota State Fair with Holistic Vet Dr. Jessica Levy. Dr. Jessica, how can they get a hold of you if they got questions for you?
1: Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com.
0: All right. And the trivia question. Okay, wait a minute. Now remember, I don't have... Okay, the uh, fresh-cut French fry stands. Okay, how many gallons of oil, not per day, gallons of oil do they go through during the fair here? Is it 2,200? Uh, twenty-two hundred, three thousand, or thirty-seven hundred uh, gallons of oil. What do you think, Carly? Thirty-seven. Okay. What do you think? I agree. No. Anybody else? What else? What do you? Anybody out here? Thirty-two. 32. Who said that? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, did you win that elephant, obviously, or did you just pay somebody for it? <laughs> okay. It's an awesome elephant. It's a- awesome. It's uh, <laughs> it's three thousand gallons of uh, oil that those french fries Ooh, right. stands go through only 3,000 3,000 super nice. disappointed yeah. that, that is something? yeah yeah no I mean that's a lot but anyway that's it's a lot, lot
2: but I'm disappointed yeah. right exactly go big or go home come on people <laughs> use
0: more oil darn it yeah and the, next, the next three of your questions you're really going to like it's the same as the the stand. So we're doing the french fries this year. Now I gotta go get french fries and now I'm hungry for right. them. <laughs> totally.
1: Totally. But uh,
0: okay, now. we were talking to when we went. I forgot her name already. I Kim. forgot to right now. Kim. Kim, that's right. Okay, Kim, are you with us? Yep, I'm still here. Okay, now Kim's uh, dog is 14 years old, has got kidney problems, and so now. And it's a
1: little tiny dog. It's a little teen tight. Yep. I know, but tiny, yeah. do- tiny dogs are still actual dogs. Yeah. And so there's. It, uh, there's, it just is logical to me that fresh food is going to provide better nutrition than processed food, yeah. especially a highly, nutri- a highly processed product like pet food. If any of you out there, if you have not watched the documentary Pet Fooled, it's on Netflix, it's on Amazon Prime Streaming. Basically, take an hour out of your day and watch it and learn about the pet food industry. It's called Pet Fooled, F-O-L-E-D. Oh, O O L E D. Yes, and that will that will help you stop feeding your pets processed food. Okay. <laughs> because I it know
3: really, it, And then there was yeah. that Hills recall with too much vitamin D. And yep.
1: Yeah, sure. There's always going to be recalls. I mean, it, yeah, you know, so these yeah. things are mass produced. And everybody's in, you know, like, well, huge sporting, factories.
3: But I still want to do right by her.
1: Right. Well, you still want your dog to live. Oh yeah,
3: yes, of course. Yeah. And and the thing too is like you know uh, there. On the
1: whole, the veterinary medical establishment is very anti-raw feeding and, and people freak out about, you know, you're going to poison your dog, your dog's going to get salmonella or E. coli or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's
3: what she was afraid but, of.
1: But realistically, you know, it, for one thing, pre-mixed pet foods are allowed zero bacteria According to the FDA, they must come up with a bacteria free product. Whereas dry foods get recalled all the time for salmonella and E. coli. Yeah. So, raw pet food is actually safer than dry pet food. Okay. And then the other thing is that, you know, if, if I you know, feed my dog stuff that I buy at the grocery store, I'm buying it at the grocery store. Like, our food supply is pretty safe. We have the USDA, we have the Food Safety Inspection Service, our slaughterhouses are inspected. Um, you know, we're not buying our dogs uh, meat that at some open-air market where the carcasses are hanging up in the sun with <laughs> flies on them. We're not, we're, you know, it's not like I'm driving down the road and I look over and I'm like, there's a raccoon, I'm going to get it. You know, and we're going to take that home and feed it to the dogs. Uh-huh. So, you know, we're, we're feeding them clean food. We're not feeding them contaminated sure. product. Correct. So, I, I don't know, I, I just don't think that there's a major amount of risk there. So, you know, Darwin's,
3: where would I get that from?
1: I go to their website. They ship nationwide.
3: Okay. They're in California, and you just need a prescription from your vet. Yeah, so go
1: to okay. Darwin's Pet Food, find the the prescription kidney products, and ask your vet for a prescription.
0: It's okay. Pretty straightforward. And most, will most vets write that then, because they want to have them feed that canned other crap?
1: Do they want you to be their client? Longer? Okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. And All they
3: right. and so and you think it's okay to let her go under and get those last four teeth. So I'm always assuming that bad breath is from her teeth, but it's probably from her kidney disease. It could, it
1: could easily be from the kidneys. And so, you know, okay. your vet is the one who's going to look at her teeth. They'll be the one to make that determination. Sure. Sure. So Okay. But, but also, I, I just posted yesterday on my Facebook page, like I said before, the five easy home toothpaste remedies that you can make. Okay. I, obviously, it depends on the dog. Some What's dogs your Facebook really, page? What is it? Well, she's it's under, so small it's, that it's I can't get in there,
3: and I'm afraid I'm going to hurt her neck or mouth or, you know, I can't get to her back teeth.
1: Sure, and there's some dogs that's going to turn into a rodeo, absolutely. Yeah,
3: yeah so, uh, anyway, okay, you yeah, so much, always, I will check yeah. into this. There are always
1: other solutions than, you know,
0: putting your dog under anesthesia. Okay. And what about then, now she's going to change the diet, is there any supplements that she should be giving her kidney? You know, it
1: all depends on the specific um, blood test results. I think probiotics are pretty standard for treatment of kidney disease. Um, uh, You know, I'll use some standard process supplements like canine renal support or rena food, just depending on how severe the condition is. If they need a phosphate binder... You know, there's one called epikyten that you honestly buy on Amazon. Okay. If she has more questions for you, uh, how can she get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Through my website is the best. Through and your that website. That is. Okay. Oh, holistic-vet-care.com.
0: Okay. So hopefully we're okay. on the road to helping your pup for 14 years. That's <laughs> okay. good. That is awesome. Oh, absolutely. All okay. right. You already done a good thing. You bet. Take care. Thank you. Bye. You bet. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now we got uh, Carter and his grandma. Now Carter has a question for me, Carter. What's your question as Grandma pushes him into the mic? Talk. We have a dog that
1: is... A rescue um, nine years old. A rescue nine years
0: old. All right.
1: Chronic ear infections. Chronic
0: ear infections. Okay, oh, chronic ear infections. The word chronic, ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. Now, my thing is to start feeding apple cider vinegar. Get rid of some oh, of the really? yeast. Is it a yeast yeah, infection? that's what you would say, huh? Yeah, is that, well, is it a yeast infection? Is it a stink? Does the ears stink?
1: it's a really dark discharge i don't think it's yeast it's really dark discharge okay so have you taken the dog to the vet for this yes and what do they tell you it is when they look under the microscope get closer to the mic there we go that it's bacterial oh okay so it's a bacterial infection it's not yeast so that's helpful to know yes and and do you give your dog a probiotic no, I don't, but I probably should start. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, now you know. And what do you feed this dog? Uh, he really likes the elbow products. Okay, he can't eat those anymore. Okay. That's too bad. Alpo. Yeah. Oh, you got to get oh. sugar out of the dog's food. Yep. Right? So no sugar. Reduce the amount of processed food. If you're going to feed a processed food, feed a variety of high-quality
0: foods. You know,
1: like, your right. is good? Yeah, so, the it, so even, with, even if you're going to feed dry food, you can't feed the same food all the time. Right. And so ideally, what you want to do, depending on the size of the dog, you want to be, set yourself up so that you can switch the food at least every five to seven days. You want different brands, different products, different proteins, and that will reduce the reactivity of the immune system. Because the ears are telling you what's going on in the guts, right? They're reflecting the state of the immune Which system in, the, in the intestines. So, essential fatty acids and probiotics are also yours to give to your dog. How big is this dog? I'm sorry. How big? 6.4 pounds. Okay. There's some little tiny dogs out there. Yeah. My goodness. Okay, I would, you know, I would get a fish oil product and work him up to about 1,500 milligrams, approximately, just depending on what you get. So if you have a fish oil that you take yourself, you can use it for the dog. But if you have a six-pound dog and you're looking at the label and you're like, well, shoot, I'm supposed to take one of these a day but my dog weighs six pounds, then you give the dog one twice a week or something like that. And then probiotics, you can find probiotics for dogs at your local pet food store or you can go to a human health food store and get some decent probiotics made for humans. So you're looking for more than one strain of bacteria and you want billions of bacteria per dose, and then you give this dog a probiotic every single day. I use, you get the people stuff
0: you can use, is called PB8, Paul Betty 8. You can get that as a powder form at the health food stores. Don't you think that would
1: be Paul Bunyan?
0: Okay, Paul Bunyan, fine. That was
1: significantly (laughs) un-Minnesotan of you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. but But there's tons of other ones. I use the Flora adult probiotic. I use Garden of Life products. Yep, There's tons of stuff. And they're all made a little bit different, so it's, good, it's a good thing to
0: rotate your probiotics, too. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes give two different ones, if the dog is really in bad condition.
1: Right, but, I mean, you need a place to get started. Yep, so, exactly. you know, you kind of start with the basics. You give it a few weeks, see what mileage you get out of it, if you're not getting mm-hmm. the results that you want. But, yeah. but the main thing is that ear infections are not about the ears. So sometimes you need to touch the ears less. If they're inflamed, if they're irritated stop touching them don't put things in them don't do things to them
3: yeah the thing that j- like drives me crazy is he's constantly doing this and you just hear it and i feel bad for his neck and all of that oh
1: sure sure so you know so take him to the chiropractor sure. that's also good for his neck that's but, what but, i was wondering but the, too but the yeah. treatment for the ear issue is internal because that's what's driving it yeah it's not really about the ears so typically I treat these dogs with diet, supplements, and homeopathic remedies. And so really I do very little with the ears. If the ears are really super inflamed, like if you lift the ear flap and they're like bright red, then you can put some coconut oil in there. Okay. But other than that, you want to touch it as little as possible. Yes. Okay. Does that, help? Does that make
0: sense? Yes. Very All good. Carter, Carter thanks. Thanks. thank you. You okay. betcha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. greatly appreciate it. Where
2: are we at there, Miss Carly? Uh, we have a few have seconds, seconds until we need <laughs> trivia. <laughs> a few seconds, all
0: right. Yeah. Seconds. Yeah. When we oh. co- when we come back after the break, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, give you a checklist for dogs that have like fall allergies or allergies in, ge- in general. Just kind of things that we're gonna reiterate what we talked about earlier, just in case you just tuned in, and then things that you know maybe you might want to give a try to try to get the dog more comfortable without going to the heavy duty drugs. So that's uh, what when we come back from break, that's what we're gonna do. All right. Okay, now at the Fresh Cut French, fr- French Fry Stands, ready for this? How many gallons of ketchup do they go through? How many gallons of ketchup? Now, I'm not going to give you any to choose from. I'm going to see if you can just pull it out of your head. How many gallons of ketchup do they go through the whole time at the fair for these uh, French fries? We'll be back. All right. Yes, we're live with the Katie 9 Show. Ba- next week, we'll be back in the studio. So then this is the last week of fun, 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 fun. I'll have to get one more Prana pup and run more uh, corn dog before I leave. Corn dog and Tom Thumb Donuts if I can find it. And the line's not too long. And the gyro might be pretty good, too. I like girls.
1: <laughs> oh, OK, all right.
0: And then uh, I'll be sick tomorrow, <laughs> but that's OK, right? <laughs> pay the price. OK, OK, <laughs> in the French fry stands, how many uh, pounds of ketchup do they go through? How many pounds of ketchup? I'm just going to kind of let you guys think about that. Well, I'm not going to give you A, B, or C. Right. OK, so now what, what do you think? How Wait, many pounds? No,
1: pounds or gallons?
0: Pounds. they got it here, pounds of
1: ketchup. Pounds of ketchup. I don't yeah. know. Okay, oh, wait gosh. a minute. Okay. Now that okay, that's super confusing. So it was 3,000 gallons of oil. Yeah. But right. the oil you right. can reuse whereas the ketchup you're not reusing right. So, correct. Much.
2: And sometimes pounds people like ketchup? do more but than ketchup or more ketchup yeah. than they need. Right. And is ketchup heavy? Like, yeah. Four, yeah. I mean, if you have a lot, know. Five,
1: right? 5,000.
2: Five 5,000
0: pounds of ketchup. Five, do the whole fare. 5,000 pounds. Okay. okay.
2: What do you think, Carly? Oh, I think it's more than that. I think it's, oh, 15,000.
0: 15,000. Anybody out there have a guess at how many, how many pounds of ketchup? Oh, hey, Beth. Hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, I know you. Anybody have a guess? No. How many? 20,000? Fifty thousand pounds? Well wow, if we were auctioning off uh Okay, ketchup. yeah, really. Okay, yeah, we're ketchup. No. Okay, ready for this? Twenty five thousand pounds of ketchup oh, wow. is what they use in that uh, the the fresh cut French fries. And that's some twenty five thousand
1: pounds. How many truckloads is that?
0: That's unbelievable. Mm. Oh well.
1: That's I a like, lot.
0: I know I like ketchup with my fries too. I also like uh, ranch dressing. also like vinegar. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Never mind. (laughs) I'm just calling out. Where are are we? I'm lost now. Uh, Oh, let's see. We're gonna go first. We're gonna go. uh, We're gonna have a checklist, okay, of uh, the allergies. What we said earlier in the show. Yes, we're gonna do that now, and then we're gonna go to the call, the caller. Okay. okay. So early in the show we you know, people are dealing with fall allergies in their in their dogs and right away the vets want to di- diagnose prednisone and venadryl and what that does is masks the problem it doesn't solve the problem it stops them from itching but all allergies are is a malfunction of the immune system in dogs and in humans so we got to get our immune system up and going and and help it work. So now you're what the checklist for and you can do all of this not just one thing's going to take care of the fall allergies, correct? Right. Okay, so we need what?
1: Well, but the thing, and the thing to think about when you're treating any allergies is like there's two parts to it. One part is stabilizing the immune system for the long run because allergies tell you that your immune system is disrupted. Right. And then the other part of it is kind of the immediate treatment where you're just trying to make the dog more comfortable. But realistically, if you stabilize the immune system, get them on raw food, get some supplements into their diet. They will be less itchy the the same time around next year. So allergies don't necessarily have to get worse every year. And you can get to a point where they don't have allergies anymore. Okay. If you rebuild the immune system and play your cards right. So step one is always the food. Um, And so you definitely want to uh, get the carbohydrates out of their food as much as possible. Feed a raw food diet if possible, which I think it's super easy to do because I'm lazy and that's what I do. You uh, can also use freeze-dried, too. Some people don't, are squeamish
0: about the you know, feeding you raw. Know what?
1: I, I don't really care what people are squeamish about. You're not the ones who have to eat it. Oh, but they so, handle
0: it. They have a hard time handling it. Wash your hands. Okay.
1: Um, and then, you know, basic supplements like fish oils, um, probiotics. Uh, we talked about using quercetin with bromelain. Uh, enzymes are often helpful. Enzyma so, in addition that? to the bromelain, but you can buy enzyme supplements at the health food store, and you know—is that do- like a digestive enzyme? Yep. Okay. Yep. I use—I've uh, used a uh, Flora Adult Enzyme. Standard Process makes a product called Multizyme, and basically use a lot of them. It's not like you know—you give one capsule a day, and then the next day you say to yourself, "Well, shoot, that didn't work." All right. You know, you might have to give these three or four times a day just the same way that you would if you were using Benadryl, except natural supplements are going to be more effective in the long run and not tr- detrimental to the dog's immune system. Okay. So it takes time, though. What is the immune system is, is shocked And
0: also, like, try to stop the, any chemicals in or on the dogs. Is, right. You know, we flea and right. tick right. Any, stuff. Anything
1: that's going to disrupt the immune system. And so, you know, uh, other things that we talked about were colostrum, standard process Allerplex, Um, You know, nettles are often on that list of 10 natural things that you can do for your dog's allergies. But again, nettles alone are often not really effective. So you can't continue to feed the same, uh, you know, cheap processed food, not do anything else, and give your dog nettles and expect them to be less itchy. It's just not going to happen that way.
2: Okay.
0: And so what about baths? A lot of people insist on giving their dogs baths, you know, thinking that they Mm -hmm. get the pollens and stuff off. What about that?
1: Yeah, and sometimes bathing is really useful. And so especially if your dog is itchy, sometimes just getting the pollen off them, getting the allergens off their skin is really effective. But then you have to think about, okay, what are you bathing the dog in? I don't use medicated shampoos. Um, I don't use human shampoos. Like really the only shampoo that I recommend is this stuff. It's made by Tropic Clean. You can get it on Amazon or okay. you know, local pet food stores might have it. And I use the berry and coconut formula okay and basically they they do make a whole range of shampoos, but I like that one because it has I think five ingredients it's really limited, and you know if you're super way smarter than I am, you could probably make your own natural shampoo at home, but some people use castle. That what is it?
0: Castile oil is that right?
1: Castile soap. Castile, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Bronner's. You could probably use that too, and any health food store will have that. Castile oil. Okay. Dr. Bronner's Castile soap. Okay. What
0: about Espanol? Have you seen that? Espanol products yeah. are probably
1: very useful too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, but how just often something would benign d- and mild, and I I wouldn't use a shampoo that says you know anti-itch will stop the itch. Okay. I wouldn't use anything like that. You know, you should be able to. Read through the ingredients and recognize what they are. Okay, and then how often is once a week too much? Or- no, nope. depending on the dog, and you know, and you'll see with some dogs. So you have to ask yourself: Is my dog? Less itchy after bathing or not. Sometimes you bathe a dog and then they go nuts. Yeah. And it makes them a lot worse. Well, don't, don't do that. Don't bathe them. <laughs> but, but honestly, if the dog is less itchy for maybe three or four hours after bathing, you've gotten your money's worth because a bath is just rinsing off surface stuff. It's not really part of the treatment, it's part of managing the condition and trying to keep your dog comfortable. Okay. If your dog is less itchy for two days after a bath, that's awesome. And so if you need to bathe them every four or five days, you know, you wouldn't do it year-round, you wouldn't do it forever, but in the heat of the moment, absolutely. Okay,
0: okay, sounds good.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's checklist, and so uh,
0: there's, there's an article on my Katie Keenan Facebook page. I, I'm always posting articles. Uh, you know about allergies. Uh, to try this. Try that. Try this. Try that. Not from me, but from you know what's out there. So you know it's just you got to find your own uh, concoction of what might work for your dog. Just like in humans, what works for one person may not work for another person. And then we none of us want to see a dog's itch. And uh, Mike Gilligan, I called you. You know he's been. You know what? I feed him a feeder raw and such, and I'm like, okay, he's never itched before. Why is he itching? So I bumped up the omega threes, you know, and sixes. Bumped up the fish oil. I did colostrum. I did uh, that uh, nut oil from uh, springtime. I did that, mm-hmm. okay. And then uh, changed up all well, was foods. I just changed it up more often. And so then finally we hit we hit a beat, and now he's doing really good. But I really bumped up. I mean, he's only 10 pounds, and he's probably getting about 2,000 milligrams. So. You know, fish oil, or omega-3s and 6s. Sometimes
1: that's what you have to do. Yeah, so he's doing
0: good. So anyway, okay, where are we at, Carly?
2: We have a couple minutes.
0: We have a couple, couple, just a couple minutes?
2: Okay, maybe like one.
0: Okay. <laughs> Just one.
2: <laughs> well, in the meantime,
0: how can they get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Yep. And so, like I said, there's only one more day at the fair, so please come on out. It's been pretty steady here. Uh, it's overcast, which is really for a while there when we first went on air. It looked like it was going to be awful hot. And so then all of a sudden, the sun went away, and now here we are. It's, it's, it's fantastic. We've been lucky enough to have some nice folks sit in the sta- uh, sta- stadium. Bleachers, whatever, Wow, covered,
1: yes. we've, we've you know, to stadium uh, and level. it actually
0: stayed and listened to the <laughs> show, so I really appreciate that. But, uh, okay, Oh, I'm, I don't even know what I'm going to do for the trivia question. I didn't even think of that. Okay, can you talk about something while I read to figure out which one I'm doing? <laughs> so what you want to do it? What do we need to know? Don't you have something what
1: do we, we need to know? I went up to the pet building.
0: Okay, and how was it?
1: You could barely see any dogs because there were like a million people there.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw but, it.
1: But they had, um, what, what did they have? They had pinchers I think. Okay. Of all the breeds, and then they had like the usual you know greyhounds, um, German shepherds, golden retrievers, the huge.
0: the huge <laughs> What? Oh well oh well. yeah okay. Okay, here we go. Let's see it How many employ the fair uh, how many people does the, the fair employ? How many people did the do during the 12day event here do they employ? okay? Is that going to be good enough for you kid? Carly? Yeah, yeah. Are you, with, are you with
2: us? Yeah, I am, yeah. Are you sure? I'm following. Okay.
0: You following? Okay. Kind of, sort of. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and then, like, and the fair is very important to the revenue of St. Uh, Paul here. It's, it's really interesting, and we'll go over those stats when we get back. So to sit tight, don't touch that dial, we'll be right back. Yes, we're having fun out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Until next year, this is the last, the Sunday, and then tomorrow it's done, and uh, Dr. Jess and I, we went down to the, is that called the International Bazaar? Down there, I think it's called where the old Mexican village used to be. I forget what it is. I bought a ring. I won't show that because that would be a bad finger to show all by itself. <laughs> it was in the center, and then Dr. Jess got one too. She got one for her pinky. But isn't that cool? See, so I got a big ring, so we had to match kind of another big ring next to that one. Otherwise, it would look really stupid. And so, so it's am pretty. And so, I got such fat fingers <laughs> that it's really hard to find a ring of light that will fit onto that finger. But I did, and so I'm a happy camper. That's make me. Okay, how many people do you think they employ here? Um, during the good, good old get together, twelve days of the fair. Do you have any idea, Carly? Do, what's your guess?
2: A lot of people.
0: Okay, that's a good guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you think, Dr. Jess? Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Anybody else having a guess on how many people that they they uh, uh, employ out here? Okay. Well, it's twelve thousand three hundred ninety jobs. Twelve thousand three hundred ninety yeah. jobs. Okay. They pay seven point six. 76.9 million dollars in wages, 76.9 million dollars in wages, and they pay, ready for this in taxes, 9.9 million dollars in taxes. So it's very revenue for the for the city, for them to be here on the 322 acres, right? Okay, okay, We let's go to the phone lines, who's up on the phone line there? We have
2: Larry the mailman.
0: Oh good old Larry, Larry the mailman, he's been a long time listener.
2: Hey, Larry, how you doing? Hold on one second. Uh-oh. Oh. He oh. left. He left. He left? He left. Oh, no,
0: Larry. Larry, I know you're listening. Please call in. Please call in, Larry, because I know his, car, uh, his dog has been dealing rocket. has been dealing with allergies. So, yes. Uh, so, yes. So, did Larry, get back on that phone and call. Who knows? Maybe he had to make a run or something. Maybe he will get. Uh, hopefully he'll call.
2: But we do have another question if we want. Okay. To,
0: okay. Well, let's do that.
2: Okay. So we right. had a caller call in, and she is curious about when it's appropriate to put your dog on opioids. She had. What? Well, she has a seven-year-old dog who had an ACL injury and was prescribed opioids, and then he started oh. acting weird. So she took him off. Mm Yeah, (laughs) you think. So she was just wondering about when the appropriateness is to actually put them
1: on a type of drug like that, or if you just stay clear. Well, I don't really think that drugs in general are useful for long-term management of pain in dogs, because there's so many other things that you can do, for one thing. And for another thing, um, you know, drugs are always going to have side effects. So you have to constantly... You have blood tests done. You have to monitor them. You have to make sure that they're not being harmed by the drugs. And when you use natural substances, a lot of times, you know, you don't have those concerns. So if you have a dog with, for example, a cruciate ligament injury, for one thing, I always recommend that people go to the website tiggerpaws.com, T-I-G-G-E-R-P-O-Z.com. And that is a website that Helps you, it helps you decide if you do want to put your pet through surgery or not, and it also gives you a lot of information about how to rehab your dog through an ACL injury at home. If your dog does have chronic pain, for one thing, it's important to have them on a joint supplement. And so when I recommend a joint supplement that has glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM, MSM is doing a lot of the pain management for you. So that's kind of the pain management part of the joint supplement. And then if you can add Boswellia, Boswellia is a very safe, natural, anti-inflammatory.
0: And people could take
1: that too, Boswellia. Oh, yeah. I take it. Yeah, I do too. Boswellia and turmeric is um, an even better combination. The thing with turmeric is that it's got, yes, it is anti-inflammatory and it has anti-cancer effects, but it also has a really strong um, flavor. And a really strong odor. And so I see all these recipes online for golden paste for dogs. And then you see all the posts from people saying, I can't get my dog to eat this. And so, you know, a lot of times you just can't get them to eat that much turmeric. Okay. So um, So can I mix it with? So, so if you can find a supplement that has boswellia and turmeric together, look, it's raining. Yes, it is. That's why we filled up.
4: I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, it no. wasn't
1: because they heard Katie Kato
0: was here. It's just because hey, it's raining. Push, push we'll harder. take it. We'll take it. There's other places they can go, so they. I'll take it.
1: Uh oh. Yes. So, so a lot of times, Buzzwellia and turmeric are kind of like a magical combination that will. Um, you can hear the rain, Peter Yes, That will it's... provide a better anti inflammatory effect
0: than drugs will. They will? Well, I found that out too, and so did my friend Beth. <laughs> When I had uh, some, uh, my, uh, what the heck, uh, my Iliadic crest surgery, okay, they put they put me on the, the power drugs. What are they, Vicodin and something oh, really? else? Yeah, yes. you got some good stuff. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, that was on Monday I had the surgery, and then on Tuesday, I, I was like screaming in pain. And so I, I called, I'm crying, uh, to the nurse, they didn't say working, and then they, they gave me um, oxycodone, too. Okay. Okay, yeah. No what didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. All right. And so then my um, Dr. Barrett Bill Barrett up in Hugo, my Hugo chiropractor, my chiropractor, guys, he's awesome. Dr. Bill Barrett. He called to find out how I was doing. I told him I'm 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 ready to leave this world. This hurts way too much. Never been in this pain. He says, Kate, just try some ibuprofen. And so I'm like, it was just about due to take all my meds, you know, and I wasn't feeling no difference. Kiddo, kid you not. <laughs> I took, he said, don't take those, take the ibuprofen, and in four four hours, I was like a new person. And Beth had uh, uh, back surgery, my girlfriend, and she was doing the same thing, putting her on her knees with pain, and I said, you know what, try just some ibuprofen. And she took it and was like, hello! We want to live. <laughs> yeah. I see, that's what I don't get is people want to go to these power drugs when a lot of times if you've got inflammation, find something that takes, you know, not make you feel good so you can't feel the pain. What you want to do is, because that Vicodin and oxycodone didn't work for me for nothing.
1: Right. But for, you know, for a dog with a cruciate ligament injury or, you know, hip dysplasia or something like that, you have to think about long-term pain management. Okay. And so... Although drugs are great for immediate pain, mm-hmm. but you can't take ibuprofen every day for the rest of your life. Right, right. Because right, that's going to rip off
0: your then I, I, when, then I got into the boswellia. Uh, that's where I was. Oh, then you got into the herbs. Yes. And see, the like, boswellia helped me out. Uh, dislo- yeah.
1: Yeah. I was totally amazed at how that works for anti- anti-inflammatory. Well, and something to think about for, um, for dogs, at least, although it worked for me, is you have to think about what's in their diet, too. Like, what kinds of things are you feeding them that are pro-inflammatory and so you have to you know get the sugar out of their diet get the gluten out of their diet sometimes you know some dogs have to be grain free and gluten free if they have any kind of inflammation in their bodies and so you have to read the ingredients of everything and stop giving them junky treats and sometimes you have to you know get them off of the carbs okay i have a question Mm -hmm.
0: what does what's gluten
1: Gluten is the stuff that is in uh, wheat that makes it sticky. That's Gluten is what gives Wonder Bread that wonderful kind of gluey texture. Okay. You know, you can kind of roll it into a ball and it's sort of like So, when, when I'm gluten. reading
0: labels, I am looking for it to say gluten on dog food, well, cat stuff? Um, some, what am I sometimes
1: for? it says gluten, but sometimes it just says wheat, right? Milk bones are made with wheat. All right, okay. So, wheat in general is the gluten that we have. Wheat is a big source of gluten, yeah. Okay, okay. There is also corn gluten, rice gluten. Other things do have gluten in them, but wheat is probably the primary. Well, see, some dog foods will say corn
0: gluten meal. So, obviously, that's got gluten in it, right?
1: Yeah, but that's going to be corn gluten. So, not that I would feed a dog corn and people probably. Right,
0: right, right. I'm just saying when they read, some people do feed dog foods that still have corn in them. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, don't feed those. I know it. Feed Nutrisource, N U T R I, so is dog food. Go to com. All right. They have the, oh, my my uh, new, well, I'm not saying for sure that I'm keeping her, Adeline. Uh, Nutrisource has freeze dried minnows, folks. And you, we were talking earlier about getting some, you know, more omega 3s and 6s into the dogs and cats. Okay, they build these freeze dried uh, minnows uh, from Pure Vita as you know a cat treat folks let me tell you the dogs love them too and the cats what i do is i go and i throw them around so then what happens is the cats have to it gives them something to do to go and it's good for them too at first they played with them they weren't sure what to do with them they're kind of like oh we get to play with this and they're batting them around and having a good time and then all of a sudden they realize and they taste too and so before you know it, oh yeah those free dries you know, every time i take one out of there i just i'm like Oh, poor thing. I mean, you know, my dad used to fish with minnows, and I couldn't do it. So my dad gave me a can of corn because I, I felt so bad for the worms and for the minnows, so I couldn't do it. But now, now never mind. Okay, so. But you yeah, try the freeze-dried minnows for both cats and dogs. They really like them a lot. Why are you giving me that look like, yeah, you're right. Cat. What? No, you're just talking about your new cat. No, I, well, no, I haven't said I'm keeping her yet. Uh-huh. Adeline. You're
2: totally uh-huh. keeping her. Let's be I honest. I have not said that
0: yet. <laughs> Katie's new cat I haven't said that yet <laughs> We just got Mama Squigs Introduced with uh, Sally and Cat with a K yeah. I have a cat my cat. Now this is folk. How, many cat, how many people Have cats here How many cats Okay Now do you truly Call them by their names Or do you do Oh here kitty kitty What Do you do the Kitty kitty thing Cat Okay uh, How many Because almost Everybody I know call, Here kitty kitty Well you know why They come to kitties Because that's what You're calling them Start calling them by their names. Okay, now, cat with a K. This cat strayed in. It's a black cat. Couldn't see if it was a him or her, right? Because it was pretty fluffy in the back end. Couldn't get near it. Took me about four months to get it tamed up. Well, in the meantime, I had to call it something. So I decided, okay, I'm going to call it cat, right? If he hangs around, okay. But then I'm like, well, how boring. So then I kind of calling him cat with a K. Then the grandkids came, and I said and grandma, what's that cat's name? I said, oh, that's cat with a K. And so... His whole name now is Cat with a K. So they'll go out and go, here, Cat with a K, here, Cat with a K. (laughs) Pretty funny. You have to see it. So we got Sally, Cat with a K. got Walter,
1: maybe Adeline, and then Mama Squigs.
0: So that's what we Yeah, so
1: what is that, five or six? Five, I think. Five or six. I know. And you know what? I'm terrible, too. So I have two cats. Don't call them Kitty. You call them by their names. And the the bigger cat, his name is Diamond. But, of course, we don't call him that. We call him Blackie. (laughs) And... And then the younger cat, her name is Charlie, but we don't call her that. We call her Little Kitty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: good. That's not good for radio. Shower.
0: Be pointing at something <laughs> and laughing. Not good for radio. <laughs> well, okay, where are we at, Carly? Trivia. Trivia. Okay, you sure? I yes, can't I'm, I'm, sure. My, I'm sure. Okay. Da, 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 da. Um, I can't make up my mind, so let's just go to break. <laughs> I'll ask for a question when I get back. All right? See, we'll be back. Okay, hi. I real. Oh, this is the last break before uh before we head out. I was there? So, anyway, okay. Now we uh Larry uh mailman is back on, so we're gonna just go directly to him because I didn't have trivia anyway. I got a whole bunch here, but then I forgot my glasses, so I have a tough time reading it. <laughs> but anyway, okay, Larry, the mailman, are you there? I'm back. Hey, Larry.
4: Haven't so glad you called you while, back. Katie.
0: Yeah. So what's go What's going on here, kiddo?
4: Well, you know, Rocket has allergies. Yes. And I know that's your hot topic today, but. Yes. Patty's been reading a book called The Holistic Way.
3: Okay. It's
4: by a vet named Paul McCutcheon. Okay. One are of the you, things he think? recommends is something called bioenergetic assessment. Yes. And uh, I'll read you what it says in the book. Bioenergetic assessment gives a heads up about which foodstuffs and remedies trigger an uh, inflammatory response in the pet and which ones he reacts to positively. Now, you take a swab from the dog and you also send in some uh, hair. And uh, they do an assessment and send you back a report on what the dog is sensitive to and what's good for the dog. All right. What we want to know is have you heard of this and is this legitimate?
1: All right. Dr. Jess. I just I don't have a lot of faith in those things. Well, I honestly don't so I know that, um, you know, Jean Dodds at her lab in California, HemoPet, she offers the Nutriscan test, which also you send in a cheek swab or saliva or something like that, and it kind of tells you what, what your dog is allergic to and what it's not. I think those things are massively unreliable. All they tell you is what your dog has been exposed to recently, um, and it's, it doesn't necessarily have predictive value. And so um, I used to do blood testing for allergies in my practice, and I did it really heavily. For two and a half years, I allergy tested every allergy patient that I had. And, um, you know, we would get these results where the dogs were either allergic to every food item on the list or they were allergic to every tree, grass, and shrub. And you couldn't really do anything with the results because they couldn't live in a bubble. They still had to go outside to go potty, and you still had to feed them. And so it didn't change how I was treating them. And then, you know, what. The final straw was that I had a client who got frustrated with me with trying to treat her dog's allergies, and so she went to a different vet, and that vet ran the same test through a different lab and got completely opposite results. Really? Yes. Whoa. And I got these two labs on the phone, and I was like, okay, why is your test better? Why is your test better? And they both you know, rationalized everything from here till Sunday, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I cannot waste any more money on this information that's not viable. Now, I understand that the saliva testing and the hair testing are different from, you know, I'm talking about blood testing, but similarly not valuable results. So I have some clients come in and they hand over their Nutriscan results or the saliva test results and they're like, okay, these are the results I got back from my dog. And I'm like, you know what, we're going to ignore this. Because bottom line, you can't eat the same thing at every meal day in and day out and not become allergic to it. You're just going to Stimulate your immune system more, you have to have variety in your diet. And you know, you can't avoid trees, grasses, and shrubs. So I just don't worry about these things. Now, as far as hair analysis, I always wonder about hair analysis. So, hair analysis looks at minerals that are being excreted in your hair, right? But your hair is a waste product. And so, the question that I have that I've never gotten a good answer to. So, so say I have my hair tested and my hair shows high lead levels or whatever. Does that mean that my body is full of lead? Or does it mean that my body is really darn good at getting rid of lead? Okay. Because my hair is a waste product. <laughs> well, also And so, things and so, fall that's, so I your... don't know. I don't know if that is really reflective of what's going on inside your body. All right. And, so, and plus, you know, I, I have clients come in also, and they've done like the Glacier Peak Holistic saliva tests and the, you know all these various hair tests and I, I did hair tests on a couple of my dogs and honestly couldn't understand the results and you come back and they give you graphs and pie charts and and at the end of it they're like and you know buy our five supplements. Ah. So I don't know I'm just sort of not on board with those. I think you know if you're going to do anything like that you might as well muscle test. Muscle testing sometimes gives pretty good results for people who are good at it. How do you do muscle testing in dogs? You don't muscle test on your dog. You muscle test yourself for the dog. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, uh, you know, muscle testing, applied kinesiology. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you just do it on yourself for the dog. Because you can't muscle test the dog. I know. <clears throat> we'll have a live demonstration later. Um, uh, but, you know, but also but the, those results are going to change from day to day because your body is different every day. Yeah. So bottom line... Get variety into your dog's diet. A lot of variety. Variety does not mean that it takes me a month to go through a 40-pound bag and then I'm going to buy a bag of something else. No. Variety is change your pet's food at least once a week, if not every five days. Like, change things as often as you can. Okay. Now, Larry, how have you been working with Rocket here? I don't know Rocket was dealing with,
0: and you've been, you know, I think, did he go totally raw now? Yes, he is. Okay, and how long has he been on that?
4: Oh, five weeks.
0: Okay, and how's things going?
4: Well, he loves the food,
0: okay, Excellent.
4: but uh, his health <laughs> not changed. They're still uh, the same, but, of course, that's not a long period of time. Five weeks. Right,
1: and the other thing, too, is that when you're, so uh, let's say, what are you using for food? For what? For food. What are you feeding him?
4: Uh, well, we've gotten uh, uh, beef, turkey, uh, pork, and uh, beaver we've had.
1: Okay, who are you getting this stuff from?
4: Uh, Raw delivery.
1: Okay, good. Good. So that's a good basis. And now, so basically, if you do that and it's not sufficient... Right, you've been feeding raw for a couple of weeks and your Five dog weeks. is not getting it. Right, yeah. but like, for example, even within a couple of weeks, for, for a lot of dogs that's not going to be enough, right, because the internal toxicity is too great. And so that's where you do some liver cleansing Likewise. with supplements. Okay. So, you know, the good news is you don't have to go home and give your dog coffee enemas.
0: That's
1: okay. um, <laughs> so, so I use standard process canine hepatic support. Um, there are probably other supplements that will... Support the liver, right? Because your liver is your main detoxification organ. And so that's probably the one that I use most commonly in these cases. So, probiotics and lots of probiotics will also be helpful. So, sometimes people have to get two different kinds of probiotics give one in the morning, give one at night, or give both of them at the same time with every meal. And then, fish oils, we've been talking about, those are super important. Yeah. And then, you know, if a lot of times people come into my office when the dog is in the peak of their allergy season they're like, oh my god, he's itching so bad I need for this to stop right now well, of course, changing the food Takes is bad. not going to change the situation because you're, like, you're kind of running behind and so that's when you use things like the quercetin with bromelain you use your enzymes, you use your probiotics and you use colostrum to manage the symptoms until you get through that allergy season And then you say, okay, whew, we got through that, he survived, his skin is more or less intact, and then you really, then you're not out of the woods. Now you really focus on rebuilding the immune system so that when the allergy season comes around next year... For one thing, it's going to be more moderate. And for another thing, you already have your tools in hand and you know how to manage this kind of thing. So then a couple of weeks, you're like, okay, you know what? Last time, mid-August was when he got really bad. Okay, so at the end of July, start increasing the amount of your supplements or start new supplements or something like that. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, it does. The problem is he's had this most of this year the whole, the whole oh, okay. Year. Yeah,
1: okay, good. Yeah, I, would, I just added cuz we were talking about yeah, fall yeah, allergies right. earlier. But this, so this is a more um like you know, more broad spectrum destruction of the immune system. Yes. And so it so it definitely does take more work. So a lot of times I'll use like standard process canine hepatic support and canine immune system support at the same time cuz some dogs are going to need that amount of support. And so you could use those two and standard process Allerplex to, in attempts to balance the immune system while it's under duress. Okay. It ju- it just takes time, but yeah. really with, with probiotics and fish oils and these other supplements on board, you should start to see some relief within two or
4: three weeks. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: You got some work to do. Does that, yes, that we help? Do. You? Does we that help
4: you, Larry? Just keep watching them scratch
1: all the time. Yeah. To. Well, and that's why, you know, you go to a health food store and get yourself some quercetin with bromelain and then use that as your management tool. If you have to give it, you know, four times a day to, you know, get the dog to stop scratching himself. Or if you're like, you know what, he's worse at night because he's scratching on the bed and he's waking us up. Then, you know, give him two of them at night or something like that. You just, and what's that again? What's it called? Quercetin. Quercetin. You get no, quercetin right? with bromelain. With
4: bromelain. Where do you <laughs> get that?
1: Health food stores. Okay. Okay.
4: Yeah, we went to Whole Foods and they never heard of it. So,
1: uh, Amazon. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Eric, thank so, thanks for calling in, and like I said, hopefully we can get this tackled. Yeah, I okay? mean, it's,
1: it's definitely, it's it's a lot of work. I always admire people who stick with the holistic process because, yeah, because it, it, is, time. it is so tempting to just, you know, yeah, it's get it's a drug true. and make the yeah. stop. So bless well, your heart. Well, Dr. Jess, I want to thank you again for coming out to the
0: Minnesota State Fair. I thank want to thank everybody there. for taking the time to sit, sit in the audience and listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you.